My name is Brian Krogsgaard of Ledger Status, and this is Wrecked. Hello and welcome to Wrecked Podcast. I am Bunchu alongside my esteemed colleague and co-host, Crypto Chamber. Chamber, how you doing, buddy? Doing pretty good, man. I got to tell you, I'm a little nervous today. Uh, we have a, a special guest on, and I want to say about 73% of me is extremely worried that you will leave me for him. Uh, so... <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I can confidently say I am not nearly smart enough to do a podcast with Ledger. No, but you uh, could be his chamber. Oh, uh, okay. I see. I see how that goes. Uh, you know, that could work out. So uh, we we have a very special guest. Uh, we, we have now just decided that we're going to put things out into the ether on the podcast and then manifest them ourselves. Thank you, uh, Mr. Michael Nye, for that skill that we've learned. We told you on Monday that we wanted to have Ledger on and uh we have manifested that for you so you know him from twitter you know him from the ledger cast and newly uh a new podcast tulips fm is that correct that's right awesome so welcome back ledger uh we appreciate you taking some time out of the uh quarantined life that we are all living now with uh i think you and chamber got the little minions running around huh yeah, man. Thanks for having me. Uh, I wish I could go back in time to the last time that I was on the show where we drafted Christmas movies. Uh, <laughs> you know, we were worried about altcoins. Bitcoin was probably uh, in better shape. I don't really know. Uh, but life life was more normal, that's for sure. Uh, yes. And, you know, I just want to go back and argue about whether or not, um, you know, Christmas Die Hard, is a Christmas, Die Hard is a Christmas movie. <laughs> Instead, we'll be finishing off the second half of our coronavirus. Instead, we'll just be dying hard. Market. Yes, right. I was going to say, are we going to die hard by Christmas? Is yes. The now, oh, that. Ooh, look at you two. You know darkness. what? Now you're going to leave darkness. me for chat. There you go. <laughs> So uh, we wanted to have you on, obviously, I would say you're one of the uh, most knowledgeable and well-respected uh, market people in uh, the our Twitter circles that we run with. So we wanted to get, you know, have you come on. I know you've been pretty vocal on Twitter and on your own shows about what's going on in the market. Uh, and I, I mean, Chamber and I will both agree very much smarter than we are about the situation. So um, I don't know. You, know. you don't know my average price on Bed Bath & Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> I saw somebody tweet at you about or t- tweet about Bed Bath & Beyond last night. And you like, you know, you came in and you jumped in. You're like, no, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and I, I assume it's just because you're trying to save it now. <laughs> yeah. Well, it turns out I cannot, in fact, provide the bid floor to prevent the price from going any lower. I don't have enough money to do that. <laughs> um, but generally, you know, people think stocks g- will just act the same as cryptocurrencies, but there is some inherent value. But psychology momentum things like that can make a a stock do crazy things just like uh you know any market but 
it starts to get pretty baffling to me when um, a company has significantly more freely available dollars without significant debts than their entire market cap. <laughs> so it's like, wow. <laughs> I, I mean, I think uh, the momentum took over there and I'm on the wrong end of that stick, that's for sure. So obviously we've been seeing a lot you know, going on with Bitcoin uh, and crypto in the last couple days. But uh, I would say we've been seeing equal pain, if not greater pain, in the stock market uh, over the last week with all of our coronavirus concerns and lockdowns. I think we're seeing we, we hit a circuit breaker this afternoon, I believe, uh, if yes. I'm correct on that, at which uh, we're down another, what, 8%, 9%, 9 9.8% at the time of this recording. So the Dow is at 19,125, S&P uh, 22.99. So it's been brutal. What are your thoughts on, you know, everything that's going on? Man, my whole body hurts. Uh, <laughs> like, there's never been a more applicable name for any podcast about any market than the Wrecked Podcast because uh, unless somebody just was all in short, then this this thing has affected all markets. And I've 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 been in awe, and not necessarily because we've gone down. Like it's just the rapidity, like the absolute you know stairs up elevator down concept this is like not this isn't like a elevator down this is like a freaking bungee jump uh you know just skyfall and yeah i mean we're looking at like 10 percent a day at this point <laughs> yeah it's I, our i was gonna say it looks like 10 percent every time there's a uh, like trump press conference press conference at this point yeah yeah it's really our fourth week of major downfall and we're down something like 32% on the S&P 500. We acted like the, you know, primary market areas, 200 day and 200 week moving averages. We basically just acted like they didn't exist. Oh, uh, which is, you know, a huge thing for I mean, you're all about those 200. So for them I to am. just nuke them, uh, that must have caused you some worry, severe worry, I would imagine. Yeah, well, it's to me, it's a sign of several things. Now, for whatever it's worth, like I pay attention to these markets, but I don't think anybody's an expert at anything right now. Sure. Um, I've been paying attention to markets for a long time. I actually found a blog post of mine from 2010 talking about the 200 wow. day moving average. Uh, <laughs> and You're going to have a 200 day moving average on yourself soon. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Uh, and. It's just, it's hard to comprehend because it's a, we have an outright liquidity failure and we're bazookaing trillions of dollars. Uh, and it's just, it's stunning to see what's happening, to see, to see this market fail on all fronts in a month and to see the entire, entire economy come to a standstill. And yeah, so in, in Tulip's, the podcast that really the point is to talk about all markets. I just like went on last night for about half an hour, just mesmerized by the fact that we just shut down everything and we're throwing the gauntlet at it from a, a money, money printing scenario and everything else. And like nothing will satisfy the market right now because 
we were so leveraged uh institutional players were so leveraged and we're just seeing this gigantic unwind at a pace that you it's outpacing 2008 it's outpacing right. 1987 it is on pace or maybe today if you count it maybe it's outpacing 1929 we are seeing beyond a generational event here in a span of time that is unprecedented and an economic impact that is not a a trickle or a grind but an absolute halt so everybody will remember this forever and I, I'm stupidly trying to participate in it as a trader, <laughs> um, <laughs> and it's it's just stunning. You know, I've had this retrace Trump chart for the S and P 500, just because I felt like a lot of uh, what's been done in the market over the last few years was based on, you know, pumping stocks and not for economic sure. health. Yep. Uh, I mean, I think you, I, I would say that you even saw that in some of his press conferences. Yeah, that's what he's last trying to week, do. Is he's trying right? to bolster the market and be like the, the one on Friday. Save was everybody! We're going to pump everything. Circle jerk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, so I've had this retrace Trump chart that back to the Trump election takes us to two twelve on the S and P. We're at two thirty right now, and I thought that was like maybe a scenario for the depths of a hard-hitting recession and I don't know what percentage of the way there but we're a, a long percentage of the way to that target uh, yeah we're, well we're just really a few percent drawdown if you count it from the top so if we're down 32 percent from the top that would be like a 36 or 37 percent drop to retrace back to the election Yep, I saw something today even with the Dow that said basically where we were at today I think actually we we passed it. I saw nineteen five was around where it was when he got elected, and it is now retraced below that. So it's it's crazy, especially for yeah. you know the Trump especially stuff. Where the impact of Boeing. I, I don't look at the Dow as much because the Dow is only twenty six companies. Sure. Um, and the uh, impact from Boeing is going to heavily way on the Dow itself so uh it, it doesn't look it's back to let's see here I'm looking at the Dow right now you're right it's uh back to right after his election but we've retraced from his inauguration on the Dow um, that's wild that's crazy <laughs> especially for I mean he's probably sitting there like in Trump in disbelief I would say <laughs> uh, you know I like to I like to tweet about top things and bottom things and I yeah. don't know how many how many times I just looked at a Trump tweet in disbelief where he was pumping the stock market and thought uh, you know this is top things but the 409k stuff uh, <laughs> like what are you doing you're only up 50 percent 60 percent 80 percent like there there was no really greater top thing than that one well yeah. what did he say didn't he say like if you're only at 50 percent you're probably doing something wrong or something yeah oh yeah. my goodness. That sounds a lot like a crypto tweet, though. <laughs> it it sounds a lot like every crypto influencer tweet I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just also it, it's it's stunning. Like we obviously we were due, but were we due for a thirty percent drawdown in less than a month? Right. Uh, and talk about you know something that needed to happen on the chart, but you need a 
you know, you need a fundamental event to kickstart it. Well, we got more than a kickstart, you know, right. Like, uh, this, this virus it's it, it's not even like when we go to war because it's uh it's an immediate it's an immediate impact we just told everybody to go home right uh, we said hey screw you economy and there's no and there's no timetable really I no mean, and honestly if you look at the realistic timetables what really spooked me is when trump you know because his brain goes straight to his mouth and he mentioned <laughs> uh july and august as august, potential yeah. time frames for having any kind of real reset it, yet when we people talk about shutdowns like in, in, locally in, in my area people are talking about oh yeah well, you know we're shutting schools down for two weeks but that's right. just that's just two weeks and reassess uh we could legitimately be spending through the summer uh in a economic shutdown or into the summer depending on if the effects of this virus carry over to uh warm months like we, they suspect it may still have effects in those warm months and then it could i believe trump said it just washes cold. through uh it, it, the the flu will just wash through once it gets warmer i believe is a technical <laughs> that's term that's what he said too uh, yeah i don't <laughs> really know what that means <laughs> i don't know uh, what that means though and i'm not but you know, i don't i'm not some medical person i just know like i had to take a i had to I had to sit back and consider like okay if we just shut down everything we're talking potentially more than 50% of the economy uh, being shut down, but then you add that contraction, that contraction in ec economic productivity to the fact that we're leveraged. Well, I mean, you guys know what happens uh, if you're levered on some uh, margin long on Bitcoin. If you're levered up 3x and it goes down 50 percent you're liquidated you know yeah. you have you no longer have an account well these corporations are all significantly levered that's what we're seeing are they obvious. all about to get the email <laughs> <laughs> what email what email are you talking about i have no idea as an american i would never do such a thing know what you're talking about whatsoever um, oh, that's awesome <laughs> but yeah so we're we're seeing um we're seeing these balance sheets become completely unsustainable across the board and it's just a, it's just a matter of how big is the bailout going to be and will it save their stocks too uh yeah I, i've seen a bunch of people bitching about the uh bailouts with them with companies that are doing buybacks and all that stuff uh, so it's very interesting to see. I think we'll the see. populist rise out of this is going to yeah. be pretty extreme and warranted, to be quite honest. Like, why shouldn't it be? Right. Um, but just what a shift, you know? Like, wow. <laughs> just unbelievable. I mean, for, for how long it's going to last. I mean, my buddy in California uh, messaged me last night. He said that they shut down their school till fall. They're not going back to school. Um, yeah, they're not even see, pretending. Yeah, you see store or uh, sports now in Europe that are supposed to start in well, like the Kentucky Derby that's in May that got postponed. Uh, yeah, all that the stuff's finished. Euro League that starts in June postponed, right? So like you know you're talking now you're starting to see things that are further out than what they're really saying uh, that are happening, you know, that are getting canceled. So I, I think uh, a month to six week timetable is is kind of short you know so i mean they're talking about i guess this stimulus package which could be 
you know, hel- dropping helicopter money till October. You know what I mean? So that's a long timetable. <laughs> yeah. So where do you see this going? Is it is it going to be? Are we talking recession? Are we talking depression? Are we talking a V and up? Like, what do you think? My hope was uh, I wrote a thing, you know, long ago, like four days ago, maybe maybe three. I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well be uh, months now. Maybe seven. Uh, I wrote something for my other business, which is in the web space, where a lot of people make software and stuff and do client work. I wrote about the rubber band recession, and I was afraid to say the word recession. And now it's like that's locked in. We've locked yep. we have locked in recession, and you know. Scarily, I used the word depression for the first time, uh, I think yesterday or the day before, because when we talk about this absolute grind to a halt of the entire economy, I hope that it's an over, uh, you know, an overreaction so that it actually takes care of it and then we can get back to some normal and we only have a recession. Um, if we get forced into this consistent fight, then a depression is not out of the car. Steve Mnuchin said in a private meeting with U.S. senators that he thought that unemployment could reach 20%. I was just going to ask about that. I, I, do you think 20% is, is – I mean, 20% is great depression numbers, correct? Yeah, I don't remember what the height was. Again, back in that article I wrote back in 2010 as we were recovering off the bottom from a stock perspective, but unemployment was still crap. Unemployment in the Great Recession was like 9 to 10%. Uh, and so if we're talking 20%, we're definitely into depress- depressionary territory. Um, and it's happening already. Uh, I don't know if uh, – I know Chambers saw my tweet, but my wife got laid off on Monday for the, yeah, from the virus already. So Awful. Yeah. Like it's happening already. Like I think I, I told her, you know, don't worry. This is, someday this will be a badge of honor. You're probably the first person in the in America to get laid off from the coronavirus, as, fe, as specific, or definitely in our well, state. Because I, I think I heard a number that there's 26 million uh, service workers in like the restaurant and bar industry alone. Jeez, yeah, and all of you, yeah. You got to imagine crazy. half of them are gone. Just anyone working on the customer service side of the house. Right, uh, and then in in New York City, they said today Cuomo said uh, people that are open, just even private businesses, are uh, not allowed to. It's mandatory; they can't have 50, more than fifty percent of their workers come into the office at a day. So you're at least now starting to severely cut hours to anything that is still open um, for people that you know um, aren't going in or swapping off things like that. It, it's going to be pretty crazy. Yeah. So 1933, we hit 24.9% unemployment. Wow. Um, And the global GDP decline during the Great Depression was minus 26.7%. And I think that level of GDP decline is possible in this circumstance that this continues to uh, continues to make itself evident as something that we're dealing with for uh, a year plus. Um, I think we legitimately need a medicinal uh, wonder drug to come through, particularly something that has immediate impact and immediate availability. And there are some hints of this type of stuff happening right now, but honestly, we don't know. And Yep. Four hours fear, ago, you tweeted, we need positive medical slash treatment news. Yeah. And uh, every <laughs> right now in the market, we're unwinding so fast. I mean, we're down another one to two percent since we started talking. 
So uh, <laughs> it's this this is this is an incredible unwind. I'm, we're de- we're seeing what I would personally consider incredible amounts of capitulation in the market right this moment. Uh, we're on. I'm I'm guessing that we're about to hit a uh, VIX intraday all-time high. We already closed at an all-time high um, at one point uh, on a daily basis. On a weekly basis, I think we might have closed. I don't think we've closed an all-time high. I can't remember. Um, But it's the volatility in the market we're anticipating. Just enormous swings, like 8% plus swings as as a norm. Um, yeah, that's insane. So, you know, we've, we've talked a lot about, you know, the traditional market and just the climate of what's going on with the virus. What do you think, um, impact this will have on, you know, forget the entire crypto market, but even just Bitcoin, like, where do you think this, um, state of affairs will, will it help? Will it hurt? Will it be, you know, is it off the table for a while for Bitcoin to see, you know, any kind of, cause I don't personally believe that, you know, market goes down, Bitcoin goes up. I don't know if I buy that. So yeah, I'm interested a, to see what your take is. It's a great question. And it's, um, it's tough. I think that there's good evidence both for gold and for Bitcoin, that peaks in volatility in the legacy market or the VIX also align with uh, relative bottoms or maximum buying opportunity for both gold and Bitcoin. Josh Ulswich, my podcast co-host, pointed it out on the Bitcoin chart, the uh, alignment with more near-dated you know, VIX tops that we've had like in 2015 and stuff being bottoms for Bitcoin. Uh, somebody sent me a chart the other day of gold, which dropped 34% during the uh, global financial crisis in 08. People have been pointing that to a lot as a liquidity failure for gold because you know people are unwinding. They got to sell their stuff that's profitable just to cover the stuff that they're wrecked on, and these institutions and stuff they have to cover those uh, mm-hmm. margin co- margin costs. So they got to sell gold to pay for being smoked on the S&P or whatever. Um, And when the VIX peaked was when the 34% decline peaked as well. So I think instead of looking for a 34% decline in gold, I'm going to get to Bitcoin. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Instead of thinking, looking for that 34% decline, I would think when is the VIX going to peak? Like when are people done having to sell out of their positions? And what we're looking at today is uh, engulfing yesterday's down move in the VIX, and uh, we could see an all-time high in the VIX, which was at 95. We could see 100, 110. I don't know where the VIX stops. When it does, I think that that will be a major buying opportunity for gold, and uh, I hope for Bitcoin, but like we've said, we don't know how Bitcoin plays in this market. What we saw is a uh, essentially, we took out every leveraged position by going down 45% in a day and uh, something like, what was it? In, if you count the 24-hour period, we went down maybe 60%, 55% in Bitcoin last week. Yeah, I think that's what it was. So we basically eliminated the BitMEX order book. And we're starting to see some liquidity come back into the market. 
Um, it's possible we see some gyrations again if people did not learn their lesson in that or if they're over leveraged still. It won't be, in my opinion, anything like what we just saw because people were so leveraged. And I think that was the book clearing type of moment that then opens the way for opportunity. And that doesn't mean, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're not going to go down more. Uh, you know, y'all talked about uh, turning on, just turning on the regular buys at some point, right? And, you know, you're making a bet on Bitcoin that you think it has an opportunity to respond well as the market starts to decide, hey, uh, what we're doing here in the legacy system is not working. And printing trillions of dollars to save these industries and doing all this stuff, like, something's got to give here and I don't trust this dollar. You see near term, you see something be uh, a, like a deflationary, like a classical recession, like we think of with the financial crisis. As things start to settle down, um, the question is whether inflation will come. Inflation never really came. I mean, it did. We see like healthcare prices and education prices that got so high. But in the buying power of the dollar for everyday goods and services, we didn't really see inflation show up. So it's like we got away with one by printing a bunch of money in 08. Question is, can we will offset? We, will you think we'll get it away with it this time? <laughs> I, uh, I don't know, but either way, I feel like it's probably a scenario where you would want to seek exposure to gold and potentially some gold-like things, like other things that don't have AKA historical Bitcoin. correlations, <laughs> AKA Bitcoin, which, Statistically, uh, Bitcoin has one of the most non-correlated um, you know, relationships with legacy markets, even more so than gold historically. Now, if you look at the way Bitcoin moved in the past couple of weeks, it almost seemed like it was in lockstep with the legacy market. And if it doesn't uh, decorrelate itself, it's, it, it likes to do these near-term correlations sometimes. And I think institutions being part of Bitcoin trading, market making. I think that played into the meltdown that we saw. Like they just had to get money out of any random little market they were in because they had to go dump it into the markets where they were in serious trouble. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that was a big part of it. And I think that leaves us at a place of opportunity. Now, can I say that confidently? No, like we went way <laughs> lower than what my target was. Like I said, very publicly and what I was thinking is like, hey, 5,400 is our weekly 200, you know, 200 week moving average that has saved two bear markets. It was the 2015 bottom. We just rode it for a while. It was the uh, double tap uh, bottom of the early 2019, late 2018 bottom at 3K. That was a double tap on the 200 week moving average. Well, we just spiked below it by like a thousand bucks or fifteen hundred bucks, and yeah. now now we're just like hovering right underneath it. So, am I supposed to walk into this with great confidence? No, um, but depending on your tolerance for downside, I think the opportunity for upside is higher than I ever would have imagined because it was hard for me to imagine a scenario like we now have where the confidence in the legacy system is so bad. Right. Interesting. Chamber, what are your thoughts? I have so many. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I guess where we're, we're underneath the 200, like you mentioned, where in pa in the past we tapped it and, and kind of sprung from there. Uh, being underneath it seems a bit more, um, a, 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 bit, a bit darker, a little bit of a darker timeline. 
Um, as far as a bottom, I know Bunchy was, we were, we were talking about the other day, um, you know, his, uh, we called it the, uh, Bunchu bottom was about three K <laughs> that's where he's, that's where he's opening By the way, his... Ledger, I, I referenced the Kang line for your, for yeah, your fallen boys what... <laughs> at coin talk. I was talking to myself, uh, while I was listening to it because, you know, Jay and Aaron, they still exist. I, uh, yeah, I have a, they're still real uh, people, right? <laughs> they're still real people. They're still watching things. I actually am in a chat with them and a couple other people, uh, where we still talk. They're just not doing the crypto podcast anymore, but, uh, yeah. So are so, they still paying attention? Yeah, they're still paying attention. The Kang line came up in that chat just the other There you go. Time. Look at that. So, <laughs> see, they, they had at least two listeners out there. Yeah, the Kang, <laughs> the Kang line is not It's not the line in the sand for me. Um, I feel like if you start dancing with lows, then you're going to break them. And I prefer some of these levels like we've been talking about. Like, I don't... <laughs> It's it's complicated, man, with Bitcoin. We are so over leveraged that the way we wick down, like whatever happens, we'll say it was te technically perfect in the future, <laughs> of <Right>. course. <laughs> but in the current, there's a, a hell of an amount of uncertainty. And, you know, there's uh, several days left in this current weekly candle. If we jump back up a couple hundred bucks or say we go to like 6K right. and we close definitively above that 200 week, that's buy dips to fifty four hundred type of territory. Uh, you know, continue to to have confidence in that two hundred week moving average because we basically we saved it on the weekly close because the prior week we worked our way back up to it and then the very next week we got above it. If you're going to be a momentum trader, a trend trader, you have to determine what are your rules and you you know you won't always catch the bottom. You won't always do it perfect. But you want to look for opportunities where you have potential for gain. And therefore, if you're saying like, okay, I want to play Bitcoin relative to these long-term moving averages because I can't watch this crap every day, then I think looking at it in that type of way makes sense to where you say, okay, well, you know, we've retackled here. Maybe it's 500 or $800 more expensive than I could have bought. But I... Uh, that's what I just said the other yeah. day, right, Chamber? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I choose to be a market participant because it, it it maintains this type of level. Interesting. Chamber, what do you think? We are we uh, bored people enough with the, the market? Do we want to get to the bracket? You got I think, any more questions? I I don't. Uh I, I'm I'm I feel like the market, I don't know what to think. Uh I don't think the market knows what it's doing just yet. I think uh hopefully we have a little bit more insight next week. I think after the weekly close we'll have a bit more, yeah. I think I think we'll have a bit more, either. I have a question fear for you guys. or confidence. Uh -huh. Are y'all are y'all dispirited by Bitcoin's move down the 50, the forty five fifty percent move down, or are you still basically in the same camp that you were? Like you're okay, everything's fine. I mean, correct on. me if I'm thinking the uh, if I'm thinking wrongly here, but we had the big move six days ago. I think it was Thursday, right? It's Wednesday today. I think yeah, it was, it was Thursday. Thursday. I mean, realistically, we're, you know, we're sitting at, you know, 52, 5,300, where the, like, the rest of the markets I felt have done worse in that six-day period. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, <laughs> that, that makes me feel better, I think. It makes me feel a little bit more confident with Bitcoin. Uh, I might be wrong. I might be thinking uh, inappropriately there, but uh, that, that's my feel. Obviously, the price is, is, is not what it was a month ago, but... Uh, but in comparison to the rest of the major markets in the world, I don't know. It seems okay. 
You mean yeah. relative to the fact that oil just hit $20 a barrel? $20. Right, exactly. I have five <laughs> barrels in my backyard right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's You got a hundred dollars <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> talk That's about an crazy. inefficient store of value that you have uh thousands of pounds of a dark poisonous liquid right that's, worth that's currently only worth a hundred dollars yeah all right um i would say for me i think that the big thing is you know over these last couple years since that we've been in the market i think my expectations have come to uh you know more realistic levels right like 2017 it was a million dollar bitcoin here we come you know and now i think i've uh, learned my own uh learned to temper my own expectations so when you get something like we just saw it it shouldn't i don't think if it depends on why you're in bitcoin right if you're in bitcoin just for the trading aspect then you're going to play this either way both ways all the time if you're in it because you think that bitcoin is you know the future of money nothing's changed it's an opportunity for you to get it at levels that you couldn't in two years you know what i mean so i think you know for me i don't think it's going to rebound necessarily very quickly uh because i don't think the market as a whole by both crypto and legacy are going to rebound very quickly i think this thing is a, a long way from over and before we see all-time highs or even ten thousand again we probably have a couple weeks couple months you know at least so uh i see it as an opportunity just like you said uh ledge but i'm not rushing to go all in at the moment so i will probably be making little buys here and there but it's an opportunity to accumulate more that i didn't think i would have at these levels uh, i thought it had passed you know what i yeah, mean yeah i think so many of us think like oh i'm gonna do this 0.01 to 1 bitcoin challenge or i'm gonna deposit 0.1 and turn it into a bitcoin or 10 bitcoin or whatever and we we think so short term and i think if you start to think what are my opportunities over the next 10 years 20 years mm -hmm. and what can i do if i act slowly responsibly pr try to preserve my capital and i make high time frame moves where i'm trying to protect protect myself after big moves up and i'm trying to average down during big moves down and you know i don't need this money right now but i want to secure a future that I can have additional wealth and you know buying power for my life, whatever you want to look at it as. Uh, as I get older, I feel like our opportunity for profit is more secured in that scenario, and it's a more responsible way to live uh, because these, you know, quick moves, trying to get rich fast, whatever, you're much more likely to just lose everything than right. you are to gain wealth over time. Yep, I think that's. Perfectly said and a good place to jump into the rest of our bracket. So, uh, Ledger, did you see what we were doing with this bracket the other day? Or do we need to run you through what we were doing? No, I, I listened to the whole thing. And, I'm going to uh, drop a copy of the uh, the live one in uh, in the Telegram so you can see it here. Yeah, one sec, I need the around. I need the copy of who won because I was t debating for myself between you know whether I thought uh, you know touching people or hand sanitizer <laughs> was tops. Um, yeah, so, <laughs> so right it now, in. so we did. Now. Yeah, we did uh, our first two uh, regions the other day, and again, this came from a, uh, s a sports blog. Um, 
at corked bats so they put this out i thought it was funny so i was like all right let's talk about it um so they regions were broken to cleaning and personal hygiene things you miss food and drink and entertainment so we did the cleaning and personal hygiene the other day uh we did things you miss the other day so now we have entertainment uh and food and drink and the, it's you know coronavirus survival madness so we're gonna let's start with the food and drink shall we well first um, of all the other two in the final four are it, t- toilet paper ended up being beating out hand sanitizer which is a crime against humanity <laughs> Uh, well i think our i think our reasoning for uh toilet paper taking taking over hand sanitizer was just the uh the overall value not necessarily the utility of it but the fact that you could probably trade it for better things yeah now Uh, you get you know one bitcoin equals one roll right exactly (laughs) what we're dealing with at this point so we went with the social currency that we thought we could you know get more out of um and then personal contact, contact which was very sweet of you guys Yes, we we miss touching our loved ones or just <laughs> chamber misses touching strangers at the post office. I do. I do. <laughs> uh, all right. So number one, uh, the number one seed in food or drink. So let's see. We, we now have three people here. So we, we need a consensus vote to move on. Um, so uh, number one seed beer takes on number 16 seed bagels. Uh, what do you think, Chamber? I'm not a huge drinker, um, but I'm not a huge bagel guy. So I think I think beer. Um, and again, that probably has some social value to it as well. You could probably trade some beers for some handguns or something. I'm sure. Uh, Ledger, what do you got? Man, I gave up alcohol for Lent, and it was the worst possible year to do it. Uh, <laughs> yep. Never. I've, I've never wanted a, a beer more in my life, so I'm going with beer. I'm also gonna go with beer. So I mean, you know, I'm a uh, I'm a big beer guy. I feel like you need something to keep your sanity. You know, get yourself. Uh, you know, pass the time. And we're all gonna become alcoholics after. First, this. I gotta touch on this, Brian. <laughs> Brian, you said you gave it up for Lent. Uh, I drove by a church yesterday. It says closed until further noticed. Yeah. Uh, I feel like you can. I feel the good Lord will, you know, look down upon you and say, you know what? Coronavirus is your Lent this year. You can have a beer. <laughs> I uh, I saw a tweet. I don't know who it was from, but it said uh, it said um, I didn't think I was giving up the, uh, quite this much for Lent. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's- um, so it's beer is the winner there. Everybody. Here you go, Chamber. N- the eight nine seed, uh, eight seed Pop Tarts takes wow. on nine seed hard liquor. Uh, you had a tweet about Pop Tarts the other day. I did. I didn't even see this. This is terrific. So yeah, yesterday I was at the grocery store picking up some essentials, aka Pop Tarts. Uh, my daughter had never had one before, um, so I got her some chocolate ones and I got some strawberry ones, and. Uh, and we were we were talking, and she wanted one after dinner, and I said I said, do you want it toasted or not toasted? I said I prefer not toasted, and she said okay, let's do it that way. So she wow. she had it, and then my wife looked at me like I was a, you know, a, a savage, uh, but uh, yeah, she said obviously have to to toast them, and I said well let me let me ask Twitter, they'll they'll be able to tell us, um, and, and I, I gave it, the only right answer. You both got resoundingly cr- ratioed on this, right? I sure did, as per usual. Uh, that's no, uh, <laughs> that's no surprise for me. Uh, but yeah, the yeah, right I'll, answer is both. By the way, the answer is a hundred percent both. I, I, yeah. I will go both. I prefer, you know, a pop tart for, for a quick snack. You grab it out of the pantry, you hide in your office, and you eat it without anybody anybody knowing. Uh, you don't need you don't need to toast that. 
so the question is are you taking pop tarts or hard liquor uh pop tarts uh i just had, if you would ask me two days ago it would have been hard liquor but i just had a pop tart today uh for the first time in a while and it was delicious um so yeah, ledge what are you getting man i think i gotta go pop tarts too i just i really like those ones with the it's the plastic stuff on the top, you know, yeah, like the spread. It's delicious. On the strawberry Pop-Tarts. But oh, you're talking like the toaster strudel kind? No, the ones with like the, you know, they're, they're yeah, they it's the like, creamy, it's icing. creamy sprinkle oh, icing yes. on top, but it's like yes. a hard plastic, basically. Like yes. the cinnamon, like the brown sugar, the brown sugar one it's, has that. It's glorious. Yeah. Oh, no, all of them have it. The strawberry ones and yeah, the blueberry. So good. Freaking great. Uh, so I'm uh, going to so that's the winner. I actually am also going to go Pop-Tarts <laughs> because I, I got beer in the first round and I, you know, beer is definitely my, my alcoholic beverage of choice. So I'm satisfied there. I'll take Pop-Tarts over hard liquor. I love um, a quality old fashioned, but I'd probably be dead in yeah, an hour. I drink them so fast right now. Right. In quarantine, you know, you'd be toast. <laughs> so uh, number five, oh, this is a tough matchup. Number five seed wine takes on number 12 seed ice cream. What do you got, Ledge? Quality 5-12 matchup where there's yeah. uh, typically an upset, and I am going with ice cream. You know, like ever since we had kids, uh, my wife was always Jones and ice cream for desserts, and I don't think I could do without because even once we had our kids, uh, <laughs> the ice cream stuck. Uh, one of our essential things for quarantine was to make sure that we had pints of Halo Top ice cream. So our freezer is full <laughs> of ice cream. I will be going with that as well. Chamber? I was I was good either way. I do I'm a big wine drinker, but I do love ice cream. Same same with you, Ledge. Uh, since I had kids, there just seems to be ice cream in the fridge all the time now. I guess and, I'm just a giant kid. I guess. Oh, but you're just gonna love it. You know, you know, if and when you have kids, man, you're gonna love it. It's uh, it's pretty great. Uh, you know, pop tarts and ice cream. You know, all I'm time. having a quarantine baby. That's, yeah, that's definitely. <laughs> 100%. December, January, here it comes. Uh, all right, so we got ice cream. A 12-seed upset. All right. Now, a four-seed milk takes on 13-seed soup. I think this is actually very interesting. Um, from a from a survival standpoint, the soup is definitely, like you're thinking canned soup. That's right. going to last the longest. Um, but we did buy milk. Uh, we've been having cereal in the mornings for breakfast. But if you're just going to, like, for length of quarantine, I'm going to go soup. Also, I, I, I'm just a big soup guy in general. I could probably eat soup for every meal if I wanted to, um, if I had to. Chamber, what do you think? I'm with you. I think soup, I think it lasts longer. I think that's one of the last things you're going to have if, you know, you go full Walking Dead. Uh, cans of soup are, you know, you could use it as a weapon. Yeah, uh, there's there there's Milk, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, you can have it with cereal. Um, but you're right. I mean, it's not going to last very long. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say, that, and plus with soup, there's so many varieties you can get. Yeah. So, yeah. In- including soup. milk soup. Including. <laughs> including cream-based soups. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Never heard of cream-based soup called milk soup. Milk soup. Oh, you know. <laughs> Only here on Rec Podcast, my friend. Um, <laughs> hashtag milk soup Actually, is one of the, one of the episode uh, hashtags. Uh, Ledger, what would you have picked in this scenario? Soup uh, is the winner, but what do you got? Soup as projectile weapon was interesting, but uh, milk has my heart for sure. So you got to get the oh. organic kind that lasts like more than a month. And then okay. uh, I feel really? like some some good fresh milk would be awesome value on the secondary market. 
Oh, interesting. All right. Well, well that being said, though, we're going to have a bunch of... Two to one soup. I still lose. We're going to have a bunch of pregnant women, though, is all I'm saying. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we could probably make our own human milk. Uh, so... <laughs> Come on. That is awful. No, you are banned. You're, that's it. You're banned from the show. Uh, all right. I'm just throwing it out there. <laughs> all right. Number... So, so soup's going to take that one. <laughs> number six seed coffee takes on 11 seed orange juice. We'll start with Ledger. Uh, not even close. Coffee all day, every day. I survive on it. It is my beverage of uh, any moment. If I lose coffee during this uh, quarantine, I am totally screwed. Chamber? I think I have a colleague uh, and cohort in, in Ledger. Uh, 100% coffee. I'm looking at this list. I can't see how coffee's not going all the way to the the front of the line on yeah, this one coffee is honestly a one seed in this category for me it's interesting so i'm gonna go with, i love good orange juice i really do but it's for quarantine life it's got to be coffee as well so straight blowout wow i wouldn't a, even say orange juice is the top three juice how about that oh come on All <laughs> i right, wouldn't even hold on this is a debate for a different show because we do not have the time for this but i will come at you with orange juice not top three juice uh right, we're ranking our top th- five juices on the next show fair enough Okay, so uh, number three. Oh, this is interesting. Ramen versus fourteen seed tea. It's interesting to see the gap of seeds between coffee and tea. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you got an eight seed gap there. Let's go chamber first this time. I just had a delicious bowl of ramen for lunch. Um, it was very spicy. Um, <laughs> because you've lost all your money in yes. the markets. <laughs> well, no, it's because you can get I tried to- ramen. <laughs> yeah, I actually tried to game this. I don't know if I talked about this last time, but I went to a Chinese uh, grocery oh, store did, yes. uh, and and to try to you know circumvent the system and say, hey, the Chinese food grocery store probably has a ton of toilet paper, which it didn't, but it did have a ton of uh, international ramen that I couldn't get at my typical grocery store, um, and ended up getting a super spicy. Um, oh, I saw that pack. It was very hot, but very delicious. Uh, I also feel. Once you're done, I mean, you get the, the, the you got a little ramen tea at the bottom. Yeah, ramen um, juice. I mean, I'm going ramen ra- soup. I, right, I'm going <laughs> ramen <laughs> milk soup. <laughs> yeah, I think I think ramen's the way to go. Ledge, uh, I'm going tea quality coffee Ooh. backup in time of emergency. I'm going to be super sick of ramen and noodles and rice and crap by the end of all this. Oh, uh, man. And so I'm the deciding vote here, huh? I feel like you're not a tea guy. How about that? <laughs> I'm, I'm not a huge tea guy. Um, man, I think ramen's got the utility here. Yeah, and, and I, I already tr- have co- we already have coffee moved on. I'm going to go with ramen because, well, I mean, the worst case scenario is tea versus coffee in the second round. That would so I think that would be a blowout. So I'm going with ramen in this round. So ramen will go up against coffee. Um, so ramen moves on. Um, number, what do we got here? The seven ten matchup: seven DiGiorno <laughs> or ten Wheat Thins. Uh, I'll give Ledger the first go on this one. Uh, I'm I'm going anti DiGiorno because I feel like we need to support our local businesses who can deliver. And DiGiorno advertises themselves as not they delivery. Are it's not DiGiorno. delivery. Yes. So I'm supporting the local pizza franchises and I'm picking wheat thins as a quality snack. Interesting. All right, Chamber. Oh shit. I thought I I was mistaken with what wheat thins were. I, I now understand <laughs> that wheat thins are the cracker. What are the uh 
What did you think they were? What's the cereal? Wheat. Uh, Wheaties. With, with or the, Frosted Mini Wheats. Frosted Mini Wheats. That's what I thought it was. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, shit. Crackers. Okay, it's Wheat Thins. I'm with I'm with Ledger though. Um, DiGiorno costs what, like six, seven bucks at the grocery store. Mm-hmm. I feel like a walk-in special is also like five or six bucks at my local pizzeria. Um, yeah. And it's a good pizza. And it's a good so pizza. You're going wheat thins. We I gotta go wheat thins. Going? All right, I I would have went DiGiorno. Uh, aside from the you know the supporting local businesses point, which is good. Good point. Enough to sway me. Let's go 3-0 Wheat Thins. Um, he he FOMO'd Wheat Thins. I FOMO'd Wheat Thins. <laughs> I bought the top on Wheat Thins. Um, <laughs> all right. So we got the the final matchup for this first round here, and then it goes a little quicker. Uh, two seed bread versus 15 seed Gatorade. Uh, Chamber, you go first. I mean, my wife made me buy Gatorade while I was at the grocery store the other day. I have no idea why. Uh, so I have a case of it in my basement. I hate Gatorade, not since I played sports in like high school and stuff. I got to go bread. I mean, toast, there's multiple okay. utility for bread. I'm a big I'm a big Gatorade guy. I think in case you do get sick, you'll need to replenish That's those what she electrolytes. Said. That's what she said, yeah. Uh, you'll need to replenish those electrolytes. So I'm going to go Gatorade, and I'll leave the deciding vote to Ledger. Yeah, this one's super easy. Sorry. Uh, my wife got really into sourdough, which you know you use to make your own <laughs> bread and stuff. And uh, if you can survive on anything, all you really need is flour and water and your sourdough starter, and you're good to go. Uh, and it's the best bread you can possibly have. And so bread's an easy winner here for me. Get bread's an easy winner. All right. So uh, I, I kind of knew that was going to happen. So I went with the Gatorade personal choice there. But I do think bread has probably more utility. Um, all right. So second round of this. We're going back up top. We got beer versus Pop-Tarts. Ledger, what do you got? Beer. Okay. Chamber? I agree, beer. I think that's the way to go. I'm going beer, too. All right. So then you got uh, number 12 <laughs> ice cream versus number 13 soup, wow, including a 12, milk a, soups. A 12-13 match? Yeah. Wow, okay. I know. <laughs> uh, Ledger, what do you got? Uh, you know, if you let your ice cream melt, it is a soup, and it's actually a milk <laughs> soup. I'm just going to say that. That's milk Full soup. Full circle. Full circle. So, uh, I'm all in on ice cream. <laughs> awesome. Uh, I will choose ice cream too, Chamber. Ah, uh, see, I, I think the, I think the move. It's obviously we're gonna go with ice cream, but I think I would have went soup. I think the buck okay. stops with the, uh, uh, with ice cream on that one for you. Yeah, I think soup is the way to go after that. I'm moving on. I'm moving soup on for sure, or uh, ice, ice cream for sure. I, uh, I actually was double sold on the milk soup idea. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, the six seed coffee versus three seed ramen. Now that's uh, Chamber, you go first. Uh, that's a matchup for the ages, uh, but I'm going to go coffee. Uh, I will go coffee as well, and it sounds like Ledger would also do coffee, Absolutely right? coffee. Coffee sandbagged okay. hard to get this sixth rank. Yeah, no kidding. They, they <laughs> must have tanked their conference. <laughs> they heard milk soup was in the running, so they needed a, a good spot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, then we got number 10, Wheat Thins, versus number 2, Bread. I feel like this is an easy one. That's I'm going bread. Yeah, of course. I agree. Okay, big so, wheat thins so, out of sweep. bread. Yeah, right. Exactly. So you can get like sweet, seven, eight wheat thins out of one piece of bread. <laughs> well, right. That's what I mean. Just get wheat, uh, you know, wheat bread. Let it get stale. Now you got wheat thins. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So then you got now. Oh, this is tough. 
Ice cream versus beer. Ledger? I'm still going beer, guys. Um, Chamber? You know what? I'm going. I see. I had ice now cream. Now switch back. Huh? I'm going back to ice cream. I got. Well, I you, go hey, on. look. This is a matchup based game. You got to play the matchup. Absolutely. You're not a team big that's beer drinker, so it makes it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely like ice cream more than beer. All right. So I'm the tying vote, but it's going to be beer for me. Um, Those are I, like your two favorite things. I think. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they they really are. It's probably what I have most of in my uh, house at the moment for stock. And plus, wine and liquor are out, so beer is right. Exactly. The so you got to keep that one in. Good point. Yep. So then uh, we have coffee versus... Ooh, this is tough. Coffee versus bread. Oof. I'm going to go Ledger first because I have a feeling I know where he's going. Yeah, I love bread, but I'd die without coffee. So got to go coffee. Chamber. I, I'm with him. I got to go coffee. That's it's. I've had like four cups of coffee at least today. Uh, All right, yeah. so coffee advances i will also choose coffee now for the matchup the elite eight matchup to get to the final four beer versus coffee i will go with chamber first well we are going into summertime so i could see why beer would be a good pick just because it's a nice cool beverage but if coronavirus goes into the fall and winter months uh, i think coffee is the way to go um again I'm I'm a bigger coffee fan than beer fan, but I think I think coffee's the way to go. What do you guys think? Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make this interesting. I'm gonna go beer, and I'll leave the deciding vote to Ledger. Uh, I did not know what that my Linton activity of giving up beer would become a factor in this podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I've been without alcohol since February 26th. I can make it through the coronavirus situation as well. And I got to go coffee because coffee moving on from the food and drink bracket as a six seed. Six wow. seed. Wow. Well that done is... coffee. Look, they're a Cinderella story. One second here. Coffee... So we have, we have TP as a two seed in, uh, yep. what was, what was human contact? Three seed. Three seed, and now we have a six seed. That's terrific. Yeah. So just like most March Madness tournaments, no, not a, not a, a lot of one seeds left around. So we're going to the entertainment bracket for our final four. Um, we've got, uh, and we might as well finish out the bracket, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, number one, uh, this is entertainment. Number one, Netflix versus sixteen, doing your taxes. <laughs> Should we just? I feel like Chamber or Ledger is going to pick taxes. <laughs> Why would I pick taxes? I, I'm a self-employed business owner. I loathe doing taxes. That's the best thing about this virus is they uh, put a delay on um, that. Yeah, that's true. July, right? I think. Yeah. So, all right. Netflix, easy winner, right? Easy winner. Okay. Oh, this is tough. <laughs> number eight seed, napping versus number nine seed, Twitter. Uh Ledger, you go first. Does this insinuate that we're consuming less Twitter because of virus stuff? No. So the only one that is things that you don't get anymore is, I guess, the things you miss bracket. So, oh, I see, oh yeah. I see. You mean you mean if we choose napping, we're getting less Twitter? Yeah. Yes, it would. Okay. You would yeah, you wouldn't have back. Twitter. I choose yeah. I choose napping because if I could get over my addiction of Twitter, then uh, I would have more time for naps. Sounds great. <laughs> I have a feeling Chambers going Twitter. I feel like I'm going to get screwed on this one because I hate napping. I oh, man. love Twitter. Um, I, it's 100% Twitter for me. It's not even close. But I also feel that Bunchu 
Oh, I, I'm not sure. You're not a. You've been loving Twitter a little less, I feel lately. Uh, but uh, uh, I don't know if you've noticed, but since quarantine, you have been tweeting a little social bit more. Distancing, yes. I have been all about Twitter again. So it has been my Twitter uh, revival, I would say. So I'm going. I'm. I think I'm going with Twitter. Wow, I've I, been addicted in the in the sense, or like so much so that I've been getting yelled at from my wife. So, like uh, my Twitter addiction is back in full force. So, I, um, the, the, this same. is the best news I could have heard of. Uh, it's a really me. shitty matchup for me because napping probably wins on any other matchup in this uh, in this bracket here. All right, so number five seed. I feel like this is the only one where the 12 seed wasn't as strong as the other ones. <laughs> yeah. uh, number five seed, cable television versus number 12 seed, taking a walk alone. Chamber? Uh, cable television, that includes HBO, all that fun stuff, right? Mm. Or is that just network television? I think cable television's HBO. Cable, right? I was thinking like the CNN and TBS. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Mm. But it but it would be cable. I mean, it is cable. You can't get those without network, it. Network TV, I can go without. Your NBCs, your ABCs, your CBSs. That's right. fine. Get rid of that. I think but HBO is a tricky one because now you can HBO. Premium. You can HBO Go. You can HBO Go. Um, versus that. But I'm taking cable television regardless, even if it's just CNN and Fox News and all that shit. Taking a walk alone? No, thanks. Interesting. I'm also going cable TV. Uh, so is that a clean sweep? Or nope. I want to take a walk. Screw <laughs> Nice. All right. So taking a walk alone for Ledger. Um, we're going to go, but but cable TV moves on. Uh, number four seed Instagram versus 13 seed TikTok. Chamber? Um, I got to tell you, I'm not a big Instagram guy. My wife, um, I make fun of her for being on TikTok all the time. I'm, I always tell her she's the oldest person on TikTok. Uh, <laughs> It's funny. Occasionally, she will show me something that's pretty funny. So I'll take TikTok over Instagram, and also Michael Nye's on TikTok. So shut that's up. where I was going with that. <laughs> uh, Bunchy, uh, let me make you the tiebreaker because screw, okay. screw TikTok. Uh, <laughs> I hate TikTok. It's a China uh, surveillance scam, and it's the most ridiculous Zoomer thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh, <laughs> So I'm easily going Instagram. I'll take food photos and keep it up with my extended family every day of the week. Okay. Um, the big draw the big draw to tick of TikTok to me is the Michael Nye rap videos. Oh, um, they're so good. How, however but you can you can get them through uh Twitter. inverse bras Twitter. Yes, you can oh, get okay. them through oh, Twitter. Oh, good to know. Yes. Good to know. You can get them through Twitter and we've already moved Twitter on over napping. I will take Instagram uh, as well. Got to do it for the gram. I got yeah, it. Yeah, we're doing it for the gram. All right. Number six, books versus 11 seed playing cards. Ooh, tough Ooh. matchup. Ledger, you go first. This is a tough matchup, but I'm a big reader. Uh, it's one of the only ways I can escape thinking about all the other terrible crap in life. So uh, absolutely going books. I love a good fiction series. Awesome. Shit. This is a tough one. Uh, does it include audiobooks too? Because I I do love a good audio book. I say absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I mean, besides podcasts, I definitely listen to a ton of audiobooks. Uh, shit, but playing cards, man. There's, there's nothing more fun than playing cards. You know, if you have your family with you, play a little euchre, play a little... Oh, euchre uh, is good stuff, man. 
I'm, yeah, I'm like one of the only Southerners that probably knows what that even is. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's a good. You know, I feel like it's from a generation ago where you know people aren't playing as many people aren't playing cards as much as a family anymore. Uh, but I think I got to go with books. I think books slash audio books is the way to go. So wait, did you guys both go books? I think we both did, yeah. Yeah, we did. All right, I, I'm going to throw out playing cards. Um, but audiobooks would be up there. But I'm st- I usually only do that when I'm like in the car. So I'm staying at home. I'm playing some cards. Uh, but books moves on. Number three <laughs> seed, Disney Plus versus 14 seed staring out the window. Um, <laughs> Chamber, go. It's Disney Plus. I mean, Disney Plus has 30 seasons of The Simpsons. Plus a new show that I've been watching uh, that I recommend if you do have Disney Plus uh, called Gravity Falls. A fantastic little show you can watch with the kids. uh, And it's very entertaining if you're an adult uh, or a quasi-adult like me. Uh, So Disney Plus. Ledge? Uh, I have not watched a single adult thing on Disney Plus, but it is always on uh, during TV time for my kids. And it is a great uh, way to distract them so that I can do things like podcast with you guys. Uh, mm-hmm. So I, the utility of Disney Plus. See, is that's a great utility for Disney Plus, a utility that I don't need. Um, so I love a good stare out the window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so you're, you're anti walk alone. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm avoiding outside. I'm you avoiding stare the out the window at me walking alone. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. I'd be like, the fuck's that guy doing outside? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he see the news? Um, All right. uh, So Disney Plus moves on. Number seven seed video games versus 10 seed board games and puzzles. Uh, Ledger, you start. Can't remember the last time I played a video game. Uh, I do puzzles with my kids a lot and board games I've always enjoyed. I get really competitive. I would probably get too addicted to video games, so I better not start and I'll go with board games and puzzles. <laughs> All right, Chamber. I'm, oh, wait, hold on. I'm yeah, going to make this you interesting. Go. I'm going to make it because I'm going with video games. I The last time I played a video game before literally Monday was probably a year and a half, two years ago. Oh, really? And I was like, hmm. It was Red Dead Redemption when that came out. And then I was like, huh, well, I'm going to be hanging around alone a lot. So I'm going to get this video game. So I did that. And then my wife got laid off the next day. And I've picked it up once since. So <laughs> that's it. Uh, but I'm going to go video games. Big hmm. boomer comment here, though. Uh, my last video game is probably Halo 1 in like 2000. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so, well, I mean, classic game to be there your last. I mean, oh, yeah. We had so the and land Chamber's probably the same way. I want to yes, say the land parties. It's the exact same thing. I believe my last system was X, like the original Xbox, which I think Halo was on. I definitely had Halo. I haven't owned a system since like 2002 or 2003. I want to say, um, but do like iPad games count? <laughs> um, As video I would games? say I would say you would have to give those up. Yes. <sighs> Board games or puzzles? I do like a good board game. I feel like you cheat at board games. I well, it's not cheating if you don't get caught. First of all, <laughs> uh, what I, is what I tell my kids. It's you, know, you gotta you gotta make your uh, you gotta get your angles where you can. Um, but yes, I definitely cheat. I, I cheat at cars and I cheat at board games for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> By the way, speaking of, I fa- I saw a commercial the other day for a Monopoly game that rewards cheating. Yeah. 
As it should. Everybody cheats in real life. I don't understand why we're telling our kids not to cheat. We should be telling. We should be teaching them how to cheat properly. Uh, <laughs> so, all right, what are you going with? I gotta go board games. I think. All right. I think wow. I, I'll give up. Okay. I like it. I know. I think most people would go video games though. Well, we got two to one here, so yeah. it, you got it a couple on. of uh, you got a couple of contrarians here. <laughs> number two seed Hulu uh, versus number fifteen seed using your imagination. <laughs> Great one. This is a great matchup. Um, I'm going to give it to Ledger. Uh, I can't think of anything good on Hulu. So <laughs> I'm, I, that's the only one where we borrow someone else's login because I'm like, I'm not, I'm not paying for that crap. But the, the only reason we go there is something random uh, that like network TV stuff. So going using your imagination is my preference to keep. Chamber? I think you should go first, Bunch. Oh, I don't know. You want me to? <laughs> because um, yeah. so listen i used to be a big hulu guy and the problem now is it's the only place i can watch always sunny in philadelphia but oh, i gotta yeah, I so, i gotta that. tell you i gotta tell you chamber i don't even pay for hulu anymore really uh, yeah so i well watch, you just memorized I, uh every correct. line it's always sunny in philadelphia correct in which in in which case that requires me to use my imagination that's a fair point <laughs> So we are going, using your imagination, getting the (laughs) 15-2 upset. What would you have picked? Well, I can't pick Hulu because you cannot get Hulu in Canada. Oh, Uh, shit. So we got, (laughs) we would have swept, we swept the board on the 15 Using your imagination uh, is is the winner. Wait for the, wait for the very exciting (laughs) 10-15 matchup in the second round. All right. Next round, Netflix versus Twitter. Wow. Tough. I'll let uh, Chamber go first because Chamber picked both of these. Uh, I'm going to go. You know what? I've been a little sour on Netflix as a rule. Um, I feel their content hasn't been as good as some of the other uh, streaming services. What do you mean? Love is Blind was great. (laughs) (laughs) Not my cup of tea. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Twitter. I'm going Twitter on this one. Ledger? Uh, now that I've given up napping, uh, and we adopted Twitter, I will give all in, go all in on the Twitter addiction, which I definitely wow, okay. typically I think I am would on choose... Twitter whilst Netflixing. So same. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, in a quarantine type situation with my spouse, I would not, uh, survive without Netflix. We have very similar tastes in shows. Uh, so we watch, we do a lot of bins watching when we're home together so i would have gone netflix but twitter is moving on so the number five seed cable television versus four seed instagram uh ledger you start i'm still gonna stick with instagram i'm quarantined so i want to keep up with the fam and uh hopefully they'll still be posting yeah that's a a nice way to social distance right right (laughs) um chamber i just want a regular distance um (laughs) (laughs) therefore not talk to any of my family at all uh you know i don't wish them any particular harm but you know i'm okay (laughs) either way uh i'm going (laughs) with uh cable television and h uh, which includes hbo by the way i'm I'm, correct um i think that normally i would uh it would be cable tv no brainer but the problem is there's no sports so Mm. uh my need for cable tv has gone down a lot however i'm also instagram is probably the least form of social media that i use over um so i I, like i think i'm going cable tv uh because i i would want to keep up with the news 
as much as possible uh, from outside my my uh, you know my bubble that is Twitter. So my echo chamber. <laughs> All right, so we're going cable TV. Moving on, we got uh, books versus Disney Plus. Ooh, uh, Ledger. Uh, I gotta go books, guys. I mean, books. Golly, there's so many good books, and it's just an endless array. Like your Kindle is just like mm-hmm. this gigantic forever library, thanks to the internet. He's, All right, he's Chamber. definitely not wrong. I'm going books too. I'm All right, books uh, look, since I've never used or had Disney Plus, I will also go books. <laughs> You're gonna say since I've never used or had books, <laughs> since I've never used or read a book, <laughs> since you, I you. can't read or write, Disney Plus for me. <laughs> um, all right, and then the greatest matchup, I think, in the history of, of all of these kinds of brackets, uh, number 10, board games and puzzles versus 15, using your imagination. Uh, let's start with Chamber. Uh, you know what? I'm going 15. I think I'm going using my imagination over board games and puzzles. Ledger? People underestimate the power of your imagination. I mean, what if I just told you no more dreams ever? Right, right. That's yeah, just a form no, of your imagination. I'm in. So I'm in I'm, on imagination. Let's go for the 15th seed. Clean sweep, 15 C- seed. Cinderella story. Here it comes. All right, we got Netflix number one seed versus. Uh, what do we? Twitter. What do we got? No, wait. Sorry, we got Twitter number nine. Right versus yes. cable television number five. I'm. I'm going. It's me. I'll go. Yeah. I'll go Twitter yeah. over cable TV. <laughs> I feel like Ledger's also going to go that way. Uh, yeah, I'm in on Twitter. I, I think I'll take Twitter over cable TV. So Twitter is in the Elite Eight. Then we got books <laughs> versus using your imagination. Ledger. I feel like this is tough because it's one of those dependency scenarios where when you are reading a book, you are using your imagination and Correct. it defeats the purpose of the book. But if, if you, you had no imagination, the <laughs> yeah, book would suck. Like the book kind of sucks. <laughs> so 15 seed it is, using your imagination. <laughs> In a stunning upset, uh, the, the, the re- uh, unbelievable matchup uh, using your imagination versus books because, yes, one does defeat the other uh, and one you cannot use without the other. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going imagination as well. Sweep it. Imagination. Wow. Moving on. <laughs> Now here's the matchup for here is the matchup to end all matchups. Twitter versus using your imagination. <laughs> Ledger, what do you got? Uh you know what? Screw it. Use your imagination all the way. Just, wow. you, you take away my imagination and I'm friggin' quarantined with nothing else to think about. All right, I'll make it interesting. I'm going Twitter over using my imagination. Chamber, let's leave it to you. How much vanity do you have? <laughs> so much vanity. Um, but but the, the same issue arises. Hold on, hold I on. My- Chamber, can I just clarify one more thing? You got like one like on the y'all's tweets of the week last time, remember? Listen. <laughs> you don't get your satisfaction from Twitter. No, I... Oh, he's trying to hard sell you on imagination. I am sorry. <laughs> I, first of all, I I need my imagination to make my to make fire tweets. tweets. Yes, like uh, my my point. nonstop fire tweets. Um, so I I think I'm gonna have to go imagination. Stop yes. it! Did imagination I, just I, make the final four? I think it has to because it 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 is such a a predicate on everything else that I do. Wow! All right, so the final four matchup. For out of the entertainment bracket, <laughs> we have using your imagination 
versus the cleaning and personal hygiene bracket, uh, which has toilet paper uh, chamber. Go ahead. You're gonna you're gonna think I'm crazy, but I think if you have an imagination, you can yes. find ulterior ulterior devices to wipe your your bum uh, after uh, uh, you know an evacuation. So I'm going. I think I have to go. Imagination. I think I think Ledger. I think imagination is pumping, uh, and you'd better hop on board. <laughs> this is the top on using your imagination, <laughs> by the way. Uh, Ledger, what are you going with? Well, you know, uh, Blue Apron went from like two dollars to nineteen dollars. I saw that all this stuff, and you know, today, yeah, over the past wow. like three or four days. So oh. if, if Blue Apron, which is basically a completely insolvent company, can 5X, then use your imagination can make the finals of Corona Madness. <laughs> Who would have thought? If Blue Apron can do it, you can too, imagination. Imagination moving on to the championship. The other half of this final four is human contact as a three seed versus coffee. Uh, Ledger, what's more important to you? <sighs> This is like the hardest conversation I've ever had. <laughs> I love coffee. I really do. But I have to say, the minimal amount of available human contact whilst uh, secluded to our immediate families is more important to me. So I'm going human contact. Chamber? I, I'm with them. I think human contact. Uh, human contact was the imagination of last episode. Um and I think it's I I think it's 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 got to take coffee as well. I think human contact over coffee. Wow, I I mean I don't even I don't even need to vote. It's human contact. But what would you really have voted upset about where this bracket I, went? I think of yeah. I, I'm using my imagination to think of all the places this has gone terribly wrong. Um, I I think I might have picked human contact too over coffee. Right. Um, all right. So the championship <laughs> is wow in the most emotional <laughs> championship matchup ever uh Cork, we have corked bats did not see this one coming no corked bats is gonna be very upset with the outcome <laughs> of this um human contact versus using your imagination <laughs> chamber you're up first oh what what a matchup is all i have to say i think unfortunately the butler didn't do it, um, and I think this is where the historic imagination train stops. Uh, and I think for me, it's human contact over using my imagination. Ledger, uh, I think imagining human contact is really where it breaks down a little bit. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That's true. Everything else, the imagination worked first. And then when you imagine human contact, you could just be doing that thing. Right. Yeah. And uh, I, so with a massive caffeine headache from not having coffee, <laughs> right. here, I am going with uh, human contact. Uh, I would go human contact too, but I don't, my vote didn't matter. I, the back half of this bracket, my vote mattered none. You guys were in lockstep. Um, that is it. So human Contact is your coronavirus survival madness champion for the Rect Podcast team. Um, what are your thoughts, Chamber? I, I got to tell you, when I looked at the list the other day when you showed it to me, I did not see these two going head to head in the finals. Um, yeah, I, 
a complete Cinderella story on both sides of the uh, on both sides of this bracket. Uh, so yeah, it's uh, very impressive. Human or using your imagination will have to regroup next recruiting year and see if they can come back stronger. <laughs> maybe get a better seed, but they they fought a valiant fight. Um, but. Mostly, I think this was more entertaining because we had three people doing this back end. So uh, thank you, Ledger, for being our, uh, in some terms, and sometimes tiebreaker vote. Uh, but it was definitely made more fun with three people. So appreciate you coming on, spending quite a long time with us today. This is the longest we podcast we've done in a while. <laughs> probably, may, maybe ever. But, uh, I cannot look, believe who, my kids napped this whole time. They eventually wow. fell asleep. So this, yeah, I'm grateful think for this you guys, time with you guys. You guys dumped napping in the first first round actually no he ledger chose napping nobody's gonna wake him up with some human contact and give him big hugs and kisses when they wake up (laughs) (laughs) oh man all right that's gonna do it for us uh check out ledger on ledgercast check him out on his new podcast tulips fm where else can they find you ledger uh just on twitter at ledger status everything else will come from there thanks for having me guys i appreciate y'all and uh uh, listen to every episode of your podcast. It's thank uh, you. It's a good that blend is... of the crypto and the personal. Thank you and human contact and a lot of human contact, imaginary human contact. <laughs> <laughs> we imagine there's other listeners out there as well. But thank you. Uh, who said quarantine wasn't fun? So until next time, don't get wrecked, which I think is very good financial advice. Thank you. Bye bye. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening. You can help support us by giving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and become a wrecked patron by signing up for a monthly tier on Patreon.com. That's Patreon.com forward slash wrecked podcast. Don't get wrecked.